1: Hello and welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga podcast. This is the preview show. This is deadline day. Uh, the window is almost shut. My life is almost, I almost get my life back in like, what, six, seven hours. Um, can't wait, Stefan. How's it going? Stefan Biankowski with us, as always, on the preview show. How's it going, But I know that you're pretty much done with your day, so lucky.
0: <laughs> yeah, my shift's almost over. Um, well, actually, it is. I've finished past a, uh, 5 o'clock, so it's finished. But, um, yeah, it's I can now put my feet up and enjoy what's likely to be a quiet uh, end to the window. And... Um, I mean there's been some movement in the Bundesliga to be fair which we might see some new players at the weekend but uh, yeah I'm looking forward to put my feet up and watching some German football this weekend.
1: Yeah me too. Um really really looking forward to it. Um I'm also actually really looking forward to going on a brief holiday. <laughs> which you don't want to hear about but yeah um the moment this this day is done I'm going to jump on a bus tomorrow evening and then fly to Honolulu. <laughs> Um, but yes, let's get, let's get through these predictions so I can go back to my deadline day business and you can go, um, put up your feet and get ready to watch some football. So, um, let's jump into it after this break. It is playoff time and the Super Bowl final is set with the San Francisco 49ers facing the Kansas City Chiefs. BetOnline is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. Had to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so yes, Bundesliga. Um, there's actual real football to be played this upcoming weekend, um, which is something I think sometimes people forget in the middle of the deadline day transfer window madness. Um, and it actually starts with a really, really good match, Stefan. And I know this is your match of the of the weekend, Heidenheim against Dortmund. I don't think anyone would have picked this for a match of the week ahead of the season but Heidenheim have played so well. Um they took points off Dortmund in the return fixture. Um yeah. and this should be just a fascinating game to watch overall so I'm not surprised that this is your match of the week.
0: Yeah, um it's it's a fascinating game just because you know we're still kind of waiting to see how Dortmund kind of settle into this new year. Um, You know, fans have been pretty happy with the star for the most part. It's been three wins on the trot. Um, You know, so kind of matter of fact and straightforward that we've actually struggled to mention them on the last kind of couple of main (laughs) shows, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, That kind of 3-1 win over Bochum last weekend was just, okay. you know, nothing to really write home about. Um but what I've been really intrigued by is the fact that they haven't really come up against a really big test so far. Bochum away probably could have been that, but I think the nature of the kind of derby aspect to it kind of meant that dormant went into it with no real kind of um you know, overconfidence or um complacency. Um but they face uh heidenheim side who've been very impressive so far this season. Um I did my kind of manager power rankings this season, this week, and, you know, Heidenheim uh, were up there in terms of one of the best-performing head coaches, best-performing teams in terms of expectations, and that is almost entirely based on their home form this season. Um, you know, in ter- I think I'm mentioning this every week, but um, 17 of their 23 points this season have come at home. Uh, they have only lost two games out of nine, and... I think they might possibly put up the first genuine test for Dortmund-Dolk 2024. Um, hey. And as a result, uh, I've actually gone for
1: a 2-2 draw. Oh, wow. So that's that's the same as the reverse, right? I think the yeah. reverse was a 2-2 draw, yeah. Wow, I almost went for draw here. Um, but I do think that Dortmund could slightly edge it. Although I'm not sure, is Sancho fit for this fixture? There were some doubts, right? I have no um, idea. From what from what I've seen. Um he didn't train fully this week. So let's put this put him as a maybe, I guess. Um and see see how it how it goes. Let me just double check that. Doing this um right. Oh, so no, uh, it's Brand, Royce, Kubel, and Sancho questionable for this match, Stefan. So the two to hey. draw is actually not a bad bad, But <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I was I, Sancho's probably the only one that I hadn't really thought about much because, you know, we've had Matt on show the show last couple of weeks talking about how, you know, he has kind of stepped up at times, but he's also been quite anonymous in games. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, you're probably looking at like a starting lineup for Dortmund with, you know, uh Oz maybe Makuku playing alongside Fulkrug, Sabitzer. Mm. Um you know, it's it's not as you said, not a full strength side. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think this is a game where they could draw points. So, yeah, I've gone for a
1: 2-2. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, I I, I keep my 2-1 uh, result for Dortmund. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. Going to be a really interesting match. And it continues with a really interesting um, match. That's Bayern against Gladbach. Uh, I was really fortunate to... It's what, It was one of those really rare things, Stefan, when we get... Um, to talk to someone about an event that just took place and was pretty significant. Um, And we actually get details from that person that spoke to Joe Scully of Gladbach, right? And um, sometimes players don't give you a ton of details about the way that they approach the game. You know, it's the usual, I don't want to say bullshit, but it kind of is, right? Like worked hard, ran out, run against your opponent, just... Work rate, work rate, and it's not actual details, but Scali was actually quite, um, gave some in- interesting insight on how Gladbach tried to defend against Leverkusen and ultimately steal a point from them. Um, and so, you know, I actually had the chance to talk to him about this Bayern fixture as well, and he was quickly to point out that that's very different. But, you know, what I, What struck me is the confidence that Gladbach now have whenever they play Bayern. Many other teams, really, in the Bundesliga, you know, they go to Bayern Munich now and they say, well, this is not necessarily a game we need to lose, right? Whereas before it was like a scheduled loss. Now it's a, a game where when everything goes well, we could get a point here, maybe all three, which I think is, is very refreshing and different. Um, having said all that, I'm really looking forward to this fixture. I'm really curious to see who we're going to see in this Bayern lineup because, yes, they accelerated Zaragoza uh, today. I'm not sure he's going to be straight in this team. Um, there is some chance that, yeah, Matisse uh, Tell or uh, Thomas Müller will come in in the starting 11 to replace Kingsley Coman. Um, we have one Substack subscriber who in every chat just goes on and on about Matisse Tell, so I just hope for him that uh, he's getting to get a start there. Having said all that, I have a sense that Bayern for some time now were in for a stumble. And where else is it going to happen than against Gladbach? So I went for a 1-1 draw.
0: Yeah, intriguingly enough, I've also gone for a draw for this game, um, which will really make for an interesting kind of weekend of Dortmund and and both draw points. Um, I completely agree with just about everything you said there. Um, the only thing I disagree with you on is the goals scored. Uh, I think when these two teams play, it's usually high scoring. It's usually chaotic. Um, Gladbach, as you said, and everyone who covers or follows German football knows that they have a habit of just kind of stunning Bayern. Yeah. Uh, and I've gone for a quite dramatic 3-3 draw.
1: Whoa. <laughs> 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 I mean, the Augsburg almost did that. Um I should have done mm-hmm. that, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh lots of goals. I mean, it was interesting talking to to Scali about how different he thinks this, this game is going to be than the Leverkusen game. Like um, pointing out that against Leverkusen you really can just hope to hold them to to uh hold him off the score sheet and then just maybe have a prayer up front. Whereas when you play Bayern Munich He's, he kind of pointed out that you have a lot more opportunities in transition when you attack them, right? Which yeah. is kind of telling too, when you compare the two sides at the moment, that teams think that maybe Leverkusen is the team where you, you're not necessarily going to get anything on the score sheet, whereas Bayern we think you do. Um, yeah, curious curious to see how that's going to impact the rest of the season and the way teams approach this. But yeah, it's um, going to be a fascinating game. Um, Stefan, That's both of our matches of the weeks out within the first two games. I don't think we've ever done that before. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, just happens to be that way. Um, Freiburg versus Stuttgart is our next game. Um, This is actually a local derby, and I think this is going to be. This could have been a match of the week as well. So I urge people to to tune into this if you're not watching uh, Bayern against Gladbach. Uh, what's your thoughts here
0: well I mean obviously going off the back of you know that incredible performance with Stuttgart last uh, last weekend where we saw them really thump Leipzig 5-2 and the fact that Freiburg still kind of continue to kind of flatter to deceive every time I feel like they turned a corner they kind of stumble and that defeat to uh, Werder Bremen was perhaps a perfect example of it lost 3-1 Usually, I favour Freiburg at home, but against this Stuttgart side, um, I'm going to have to go against them here, so I'm actually going for mm. a 2-0 win for Stuttgart.
1: Huh. That's what I have. <laughs> I always have a 2-0 win for Stuttgart. Um, I, I just kind of sense that they're back to their, their winning ways now. That that performance against Leipzig was was super impressive, eh? I mean, just the way that they, they approach this game, the way that... They had going, um, scoring in. Um, this, they are also the only team, I just read the stat, Stefan. They are also the only team in the Bundesliga with two players um, scoring in the double digits. That's Seru Garassi and Dennis Ondav. That's a mad stat. Um, I guess it kind of shows you how hard they to defend against and how they're not really that dependent on one individual player.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the kind of problem with guys so. So impossible to really pin them down, really. They're not a one man team. They're not even a team that kind of focus on one area of the pitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and I think that's something Freiburg will really struggle with, especially if Dav
1: is as good as he was last weekend. Mm. Yeah. So up next, Mainz against Bremen. Um, Bremen are unbeaten in six Bundesliga matches. Slowly but surely. Um they're onto something, aren't they? At the at the visa um, we have a we have a podcast actually coming out on their investor um, the new investor deal right next week. Um, it's already recorded. We just um, opted to shelf it and then post it while I'm on holiday. Uh, Matt and I broke it all down. So stay tuned on this. It's it's really interesting what's going on at Bremen at the moment, um, both on and off the pitch. And I have a sense here that they're going to win this game as well, Stefan. I went for two-one where the Bremen win.
0: Yeah, I've gone for a win here as well, as you said Bremen have really kind of came out the gates really impressively um, in the last kind of four or five match days, particularly i t- since the turn of the year yeah. um, really didn't expect them to kind of keep going after that Bayern result, which itself yeah. was obviously incredibly impressive and unexpected, but to go on and be Freiburg suggests that they have kind of turned a, um, turned a page, if you will, and, and, and look so much better, and they come up against a main side who if i'm not mistaken have only won two games at home since last march and they've been against bayern and leipzig i think (laughs) um at least that was that's what i read this morning um um yeah obviously the, the leipzig was wasn't that long ago um it was back in november i think so you know yeah I know exactly and so I mean Mainz are kind of a much for muchness to be honest with you in terms of the form table the fourth bottom Bremen seem to be on the ascendancy so I think it'll be a tight game I've only gone for a 1-0 win but yeah I do back Bremen in this game
1: yeah um up next Bochum against Augsburg I suspect who you are going to back here
0: (laughs) well you'd be surprised because I haven't backed either of them to be perfectly honest with you uh I've gone for another draw, the third one uh, in five games so far for me. Um, but I think it's also the last one. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Augsburg looked decent on the road. Bochum were always decent at home. Neither of them look really particularly impressive right now, if I'm being honest with you. Um, so I've gone for a very dull 1-1 draw here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you.
1: Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is playoff time, and the Super Bowl final is set. With the San Francisco 49ers facing the Kansas City Chiefs. BetOnline is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. Head to BetOnline today to stay updated on all the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Fortress Ruhr Stadion is the headline that Bundesliga.com chose for this game. Um they've only lost one of their last nine home matches at home it's just in, really impressive how how much um, bochum rely on on their home form to pretty much survive in the bundesliga right i mean right now as it stands they they are um, out of the relegation zone again um and you know there's a good chance that they they remain so um been really impressed what they have done since they returned to the Bundesliga every year. You know, just put in put in this hard work, rate, right? There's a real club culture there. Um, something that you don't see with, with a lot of teams and I think they're going to edge a really narrow 1-0 win here over Augsburg, Stefan. But um, I'm with you. There's not going to be a lot of goals and there never is when when Bochum do win, right? Um, just a friendly reminder. They beat the it beat the uh, Augsburg Swabian colleagues in Stuttgart at home as well. So um, yeah. Always always good for for a good home result. Uh up next. Darmstadt against um, Leverkusen. Poor Darmstadt. I don't think that <laughs> I don't think this is going to be a repeat Gladbach here. Um yeah. I think that this this is a crazy record. Um Leverkusen have done 20 games unbeaten a single-season once before, um, and they are able to do it this time. So, you know, if they win or draw this game, that will be a new club record for them, 29 games unbeaten. Question is, are they going to do it? I say yes, they will. I think they're going to beat Darmstadt 3-0. Yeah, I...
0: Uh, you know, it, it's becoming a bit of a running joke, unfortunately, but Darmstadt are the kind of butt of all the jokes at the moment. Um, they're dead yeah, last in yeah. the table. Admittedly, not that far off, uh, Mainz or Cologne, but um, you know, it's 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 just not the kind of fixture I expect to turn things around. You could maybe make an argument in narrow defeat to only on Berlin, drew with Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's there's maybe some signs of life there, but one win in the last ten. Um, it's hard to it's hard to imagine them really causing huge issues um, mm. for this Leverkusen side, who you'd imagine will be kind of full of wrath after dropping points last weekend to Gladbach. So, yeah, I'm going for a 2-0 win for Leverkusen.
1: Uh, a couple of things to look out for. um uh, may be rested for this game. He's on a fourth yellow. Um, one more yellow and he would miss the Bayern game. So this um there's some speculation out there that as a result Javi Alonso could say well let's sit you can set out the dumpster game and pick up your fifth yellow against Bayern because you know he will <laughs> and um and uh, boya Iglesias might start which um. is interesting um so yeah a couple things to look out for here um, but yeah, I think Leverkusen, I don't think, uh, I think this is actually a game where they can afford to, to maybe rest uh, Shaka. Okay, so up next, and this is the Bundesliga Top Spiel. Um, a friendly reminder that the Bundesliga likes to put um, their Top Spiel based on the fan bases of their respective clubs, right? so lots of people in germany will be tuning into köln against frankfurt two very big clubs um but stefan not necessarily a bundesliga top spiel although frankfurt are a top team köln very much are not
0: yeah exactly um cologne are probably the other team alongside darmstadt who you know really yeah. can't seem to buy a win at this moment in time um i really thought Wolfsburg would get a result against him last weekend i didn't catch the game but look at the stats and the highlights it so this is they more or less came as close as they could to winning that game mm-hmm. um you know cologne only managed two shots on target xg of 0. 0.42 um they really struggled and i think they're going to really struggle against frankfurt as well so alongside the leverkusen game i think this is one of the easier one to predict uh and i've got for a 3-0 win for frankfurt
1: yeah i went for something similar i went for a 2-0 win for frankfurt um i guess the question is is hugo Iketike finally going to be part of the frankfurt squad stefan <laughs> as we are recording i think that transfer saga is still ongoing or is it finally done i think it's come to a conclusion it will probably
0: finish by the time people listen to the show i would imagine
1: yeah um, the transfer window is technically already closed in Germany, um, but sometimes these deals don't get announced until way after, right? So I guess we'll wait and see. Um, hopefully, it comes to a conclusion. Tired of it, but up next, Wolfsburg against Ho- uh, Heidenheim. Oh, no, sorry, Hoffenheim. Oh, it's 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 getting there. I, I, I'm so done uh, with this with this week, Stefan. Um, Wolfsburg against. Hoffenheim, and um, I've been just kind of really disappointed with Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg, of course, got the business done and signed the striker. They were after Hugi Tiki as well. They got Kevin Behrens, which, I don't know, seems very uninspiring in my opinion, but here we are. Um, I also think that this result against Hoffenheim is going to be very uninspiring for them. I think Hoffenheim are going to win this game too now.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have a kind of chat going with our subscribers on Substack uh, for the deadline day deals and uh, uh, I said you know if Behrens is the answer I don't want to know what the questions they're asking of Wolfsburg are yeah. um, because <laughs> it's just as you said just totally kind of uninspiring stuff and I think uninspiring is probably the perfect word for Wolfsburg right now they strike me as a team who are just kind of like a dead man walking or a team they're asleep walking uh, off a cliff or something they just seem to be just Treading water with no one really interested in kind of changing the situation, and you know when you add to the fact that they've been pretty poor at home uh, so far this season, they've only got four wins from nine. Uh, you got Hoffenheim side who've been really good on the road. Um, yeah, only two teams have actually picked up more points than them on the road this season. So I've gone for a two-one win for Hoffenheim, um, and I wait to see if that's going to do anything to Wolfsburg, but I doubt it.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. All right, that brings us to the final match of the weekend. These are two East German teams that in their origin and creation and the way that they run could be no more different. And that's Leipzig against Union Berlin. Um, Matt wrote a really interesting piece on um, uh, on Union Berlin's uh, fans and their um, little conflict with Bayern Munich, which... I really urge to read Matt's latest article on fan culture. It was it was really interesting, Stefan, really, really interesting. So I want to give this another shout out. And if you're not a subscriber yet, you, you, you know, that piece alone is worth it. Um, but yeah, what are you thinking here? Leipzig finally going to get a win? I think it's really difficult to
0: tell because they've mm-hmm. been such a bizarre team since the turn of the year. You know, I was on this very show last week kind of touting them to get a result against Stuttgart if I'm not mistaken because yeah. I th- really thought they played really well against Frankfurt and Leverkusen despite the defeats then I flick on the Stuttgart game and they're absolutely dreadful um, of course Xavi Simmons missing was a huge factor in that, they just completely lost without him um, but in general they just seem to be a bit of a rut at the moment, Leipzig um, and I think the only thing that maybe really kind of play in their favour is that they're up against the Uni on Berlin side who've only won one game on the road this season. Um I don't know Uni on Berlin maybe just about kind of getting back into form, although it's not nearly as quick as I think hope fans would have hoped for under the new head coach. Um but yeah, I've gone for a very narrow two one win for Leipzig here. Huh.
1: That's my result too. <laughs> um I don't know if I have that much to add to you, you know, but the one thing I have to say, I was a little tempted to give this, uh, give Union Berlin a a result here. Um, Leipzig are the only Bundesliga team without points yet in 2024, which is mad, really mad. But, um, you know, I do think this is going to be a really fast, this is actually going to be a really, really, really fascinating match beyond all the clash of culture and all that kind of stuff, um, Union Berlin really busy in the transfer window, getting rid of some players, right, signing um, signing a couple of new players. Bedia is one who i really really fascinated to see how he's going to work in the Bielitsa system. Um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be a really interesting interesting game in, in on and off the pitch, so uh, would be worth tuning into um, on Sunday evening. And uh, or, really early Sunday morning for me when I sit on the beach in Honolulu. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I just might. I might just actually tune into this with like uh, a cold, refreshing beer, breakfast beer in my hand. Um, on that note, that wraps up this um, this Bundesliga preview podcast uh, brought to you by Bet Online in association with Get German Football News. Check out that page. It's great. It's a great news source on on German football. Um, They're very kind of posting our our podcasts every week. Um, So check that out. And then, of course, check out all the newsletters um, this week. Um, Stefan did a really, really fascinating piece on coaches ranking. I already mentioned Matt's newsletter on fan culture. I spoke to Joe Scali and how they managed to take a point of Bayer Leverkusen. Um, and then we did a podcast, Stefan, on on Javi Alonso, on whether or not he will be a good fit at, um, at Liverpool. Um, and then, of course, the transfer show was already out, where we discussed all of Bayern Munich's transfer business. And they've done a lot, um, including um, completing the deal for Brian Zaragoza, who's come now in on a uh, on a loan deal. You know, and I just wanted to add something that I said on the on the transfer bonus show. I was wondering how they're going to restructure it. What well, they found a really elegant solution by loaning him and then essentially keeping the summer deal intact, um, and make it a permanent transfer. Then, um, which I actually think is probably quite straightforward because you don't need to touch touch any of the agreements you made for the summer, right? So, I uh, just wanted to add that little piece um, that I mentioned on the bonus show. Anyways, Stefan. Um, time to put up your feet you're done for this week so enjoy (laughs) enjoy the weekend Um, I have a few more hours and then I will do the same and uh, we'll be back with content next week Um, my newsletter will be as regular Um, we're still trying to figure out the structure for podcasts while I'm away but don't worry there will be lots um, including the one on Werder Bremen and Stuttgart's investor deals so keep your eyes open for that and enjoy enjoy the post-transfer window match day Until next time, auf Wiedersehen.